Blog Talk Radio. Hey, this is Dan Marino. Hi, this is Larry Zonka. Hi, I'm Zach Thomas of the Miami Dolphins. This is Mark Super Duper. I'm John Alfredall. This is Paul Warfield. Hi, this is Nick Bonacani. This is Jake Scott. Gary Premian. Dick Anderson. Larry Little. Mercury Morris. Tom Vigarito. This is Don Strong. Don Nottingham. Hey, this is A.J. Dewey. Otto Stowe. Mike Colon. Dr. Zamp. 1972 undefeated Miami Dolphins. This is Marlon the Magician, Briscoe. This is Mark Ingram. I'm Jim Crash Jensen. This is Don Shula, and I listen to the Pat Catello Show. It's the Miami Dolphins Legend Show with Pat Catello. <laughs> Join us now as we talk Dolphins football or call in live with your questions or comments. And now, here's your host, Pat Catello. All right, good evening, everybody. Welcome to another edition of the Miami Dolphins Legends Show. I'm your host, Pat Catello. I will be joined shortly alongside Rich Van Zant as the Miami Dolphins continue their winning ways, bring their record to 8-3, and three, defeat the Houston Texans by the score of 30-15. to 15. And uh, let's go down the rundown of the stats as uh, the Miami Dolphins certainly did what they needed to do. Um, I think that the score doesn't necessarily reflect a lot of what we saw, but um, we're going to get into that. Uh, Tua, 22 for 36, 299 yards, one touchdown, no interceptions. Uh, Of note, he was pulled from the game basically because of, uh, I think he was just getting hit too much in a game that seemed to be already uh, in the bag, so, um, you know, probably uh, the proper decision there, and maybe even a little later than should have been done, but it was done, and Skylar Thompson came in, and uh, not much to talk about there, one for five, six yards, and no touchdowns, no interceptions, so that was that. Uh, Rushing-wise, Jeff Wilson, um, 13 for 39 with a touchdown, Miles Gaskin, six for 17. Dolphins rushing attack was very non-existent. I think they had 66 yards total on the day. Receiving wise, Tyreek Hill, 6 for 85. Waddle, 5 for 85. And River Craycraft um, pop in on the board, uh, 4 for 55 as your third leading uh, receiver. Van Ginkle did have a big interception. And then Verone McKinley had the uh, final interception to lock the game. Um, so there was that. And then from the Texans' standpoint, Kyle Allen, 26 for 39, 215 yards. He had a touchdown. He also had two interceptions, which I just mentioned. Rushing-wise, uh, Dare Agun Bawale, 4 for 14, one touchdown. And receiving-wise, Jordan Atkins, 5 for 61 with a touchdown. And Brandon Cooks, familiar name there, 5 for 59. Uh, of note, the Miami Dolphins' defense kept the uh, Texans rushing to just 36 yards total. So they completely stopped the run game uh, throughout the day. Um, and then, uh, you know, the Dolphins obviously um, saw uh, Sanders, who's been kicking, I think, better for sure. Um, you know, he hasn't really had major tests but, uh, you know, has been kicking a lot better. Um, so that's important. And uh, before we dip into this, uh, two things of note. Taryn Armstead left the game. 
Uh, we received some news today, which was good news, that his uh, pectoral injury uh, is not as bad as they had once feared it was. He's going to miss some time. We don't know how much time, but it doesn't look like it's going to be a major, major injury. So that is a plus because he is certainly our best offensive lineman. And you've seen when he went out and then the juggling of the line uh, just really kind of had trouble getting in sync all day. Tua was hit quite a bit. Uh, and Austin Jackson also left with another injury, a foot injury, an ankle, I believe, and we don't know um, where that stands. Hopefully that's not going to be something that's going to keep him out again for a prolonged period of time. So, Rich, that in a nutshell is the Miami Dolphins and how they went to 8-3. and three. Um, There's a lot of things that do concern me, which we'll get into, uh, but on a whole, um, you know, looking at what they had to do. I said that this stretch, Rich, was, uh, I mean, this was the cushion stretch. So before everybody gets ahead of themselves, I mean, you know, you had Cleveland, Chicago, Detroit, and Pittsburgh, right? The last good team you yeah. played was Minnesota, uh, albeit we know the circumstances, we, you know, we lost. Um, that, you know, so this was the stretch, but, but they did take care of business and, and won all of them. So, you know, that's important as well, you know, but um, almost like, you know, the party's over now. Yeah, there's three tough road games coming up, and, you know, the offensive line's, you know, okay, you know. But what bothers me, and now we're, we're past 24 hours, we're past the Weston Jackson injury. We can't even find out if it's the same ankle he hurt that he's out for. I mean, you know, I mean, really? You can't you can't even release that? I didn't know that was an issue, so that's a thing? Yeah, it was his ankle, and, but we don't know if it's right. the same one. They they don't know. I, like, I, how could you not know by now? They, they don't know? That, see, I didn't even know that well, was a thing. Say, I, the reporters don't know. They're not, they're not right, letting right. anyone know. No, I got you. I mean, that's I got you, but so this was a thing that was asked, and they're not saying. Yeah. Yep. What are they saying about that? They said he's got a hurt ankle, but they don't know which side it is. That's what the reporters keep saying, and we don't know if it's the same ankle that kept them out all year. You're right. So I'm saying they're the reporters are asking that, and they're they're not answering it. Well, they're being I, vague I would about it. If they don't know, they, they've asked it and they can't get an answer from them. Very well, strange. If they can't Very tell strange. you what, well, you know, it's insane. Like, why, why is everything got to be like the CIA is beyond me, you know? Yeah, no, that's, that's just, I didn't know anything about this, uh, you know, ankle gate. Yeah. Uh, this is kind of crazy. Um, you know, I, I, I was standing on the sideline, so how bad could it have been? If you're going to have a hurt ankle, are you going to be in full uniform watching the game standing up? Well, well it happened late. And, uh, you know, it's, you know how that kind of thing goes. I mean, you walk it off, you're waiting to see. Um, so I don't know that I would put much stock in that either way. I really don't. Um, I think it's probably less of a concern than I want it to be. You know, I think it's okay, but I'm not going to go crazy that it is because every week this man, you know, has been projected to be in the starting lineup and he hasn't been. Um, so I think that's yeah. an issue. I also think that – you know, when you lose your your best offensive lineman, and make no doubt about it, he is. I mean, he's he's playing Pro Bowl oh, yeah. caliber this year, and sure. that that does a lot because because I don't like Austin Jackson and the tackle position. I think he's a much better no. guard. 
He's had problems in the tackle position with the Giants, and he seemed to have found his niche in the guard position. And when uh, you know Armstead comes out, now you have to shuffle that, so that weakens it as far as that goes as well. So, um, you know, make no mistake here, everybody. You dodged a huge bullet today if this Armstead injury turns out to be, uh, you know, a week-by-week week or a few-week kind of thing. Because losing him for, you know, you're, you're, you're not at the beginning of the season here. So, you know, no, losing him for a substantial that. amount of time could have been devastating to this team. If he's out for two, three games, it's devastating because the three teams who are playing on the road all have a huge pass rush. It's you not know? devastating. It's not devastating. Obviously, it is, it is majorly – yeah, it's going to have major impact. But it's not devastating. So if you got a report that that's all you're going to miss at most, then that, that's – you know, you, you really can't yep. – uh, I mean, when he left the field yesterday, Rich, there was major concerns out of the organization that this was something real serious. And so, sure, you know yeah. – so, uh, yeah, I think you have to look at it that way. Um, so, you know, that, that's, that's what it is. Now, I like the way the Dolphins did a lot of things. I think they are – first off, the defense is finally getting turnovers. People say, what's the difference? What, what, what's wrong with the defense this year compared to last? And the year before that, yeah. no turnovers. Just no turnovers. And it's finally yeah. – you know, they got some turnovers yesterday. Obviously, the Van Ginkle turnover was nice, and then to have that one – at the end, you know, which, you know, was really good. And, you know, I know you don't really like him, but you have to admit that what they basically did on that final play, you know, that this game was they put Xavier Howard, they've been avoiding him so much, teams, they didn't even run a route on that receiver. They kept him stationary on the line to get Xavier Howard out of the entire play. I mean, did you notice he, that? He, uh, you know, yeah, a hundred percent. But don't you think Howard's been hurt all year too? I mean, yeah, you know, I do. But I'm saying, like, this far into the season, I do. Crazy, yes, you know? I don't yeah. think he is himself. Yeah, I don't, no doubt about it. But I'm saying, like, they, I, I don't know that I've ever seen that. I really don't. I don't know that I've no. ever seen a play that you're running just to keep your cornerback completely stationary and away from the play. It was bizarre, yeah. and, and it wound up yeah. being an interception. And then, and then Vernon McKinley almost knocked Howard out <laughs> on the return. That was a bizarre one. But um, yeah, so so there's that. Now listen, I I think you know there's so much to be happy and excited about. I I understand that, um, but there's a lot of things that concern me, and so I'm I'm just going to throw some of them at you, okay? The first one I mentioned, you have the very soft spot of the schedule, okay? So you, you, you got through that, and you know, just because you have a soft spot of the schedule doesn't necessarily mean that you're going to go 5-0, and right? So, you know, I, I think that that's no, – yeah, so I think that well that's – yes, yeah. tremendous. But now I think you have the biggest test um, all year coming up. And, you know, Pat, why do you say that? I mean, they beat Buffalo. I understand that. But that's a division team that they've played so many times, right? So, you know, division games are always different. Now, this particular game, the San Francisco 49ers have the best defense in football, okay? And 
Mike McDaniel, obviously that's his, his ex-team. I don't know where the advantage goes there. I would say it probably goes to McDaniel. I think you, you have the advantage when you know what the other team's complete MO is. And so he, he, he does have an advantage there. But if you've noticed the last few weeks, Rich, Tyree Kill in the long ball has been kind of taken out of the mix. And uh, teams are starting to adapt to that. And the Dolphins have been utilizing the middle of the field tremendously. I mean, they have, mm-hmm. that's their entire offense has been dominating the middle of the field. The things that concern me with that are big games that, that's, that can be a vulnerable point. Tua has been extremely accurate through those middle of the field. But you know as well as I do, in big games, that can be deadly. And oh, you yeah. notice all our guys are starting to take – Right. Yes. And, and our guys are starting well, to take – Yesterday we got away with it. Yeah, for sure. And you notice our guys are starting to take a lot more hits. Even Tyreek yes. Hill now is starting to take a lot more hits. And yep. Tua has been taking hits again. And, uh, and it's not really because he's holding the ball too long. Um, and you're playing the Texans. I'm concerned because the San Francisco 49ers have the top defense in the league. And believe me, they're going to come. They're going to pressure oh, him. Yeah. And, you know, that's still a concern. He took a hit that was one of the scariest-looking things I've seen in a long time. And, you know, yeah, and so to come out of there – fresh and you know there's a lot of factors one of the factors is that field being ripped up like it was from the previous uh, games being played on there probably helped him tremendously because if that foot gets caught in there that could really oh, yeah. have been devastating so that could have been one really, game was non-existent on both sides of the ball too you know that field probably was almost impossible to run on you know yeah there's probably a good yeah i think you're right i think there's probably a good um uh, a good percentage of that involved in why the running game was having such a hard time with that field. Um, so, you know, th- there's the re- that. Those are the th- today because we're not home for three weeks. So they're ripping it up. Yeah. 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 So, uh, you know, and then th- those are things that I am a little bit concerned with. Uh, you know, th- you will find out now because the rest of the schedule is it, 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 it's not an easy schedule, and the one gimme game you could say is Green Bay, and you know how that goes. I mean, in this league especially, you know how those days go. So, um, you know, you never know. And that, that's the, Nothing's a gimme, you know? And then that, that's, the, that's the easy game. And you know us. I mean, look, if we lose the quarterback, we're in a lot of trouble. Oh, for sure. Uh, you can see like the difference. I mean, it was like two different teams on the field yesterday when he came out. Yeah, yeah. It's it is such a gigantic we go, we go from scary to inept in like a, you know in a blink of an eye. Yeah, and there's a lot of teams I think that have that, but not like it is so um, exaggerated with our team. It just yeah. really is. It is so exaggerated that uh, you know the drop off. From Tua to the next quarterback, no matter who who they put oh. in there, seems to be dramatically that's gotta, different. That's got to be addressed in the off season somehow. You know, look, I'm not saying you know you have to go get you know a star, but I mean you got to get somebody in there that shows some bit of competency when you put them in. You know, it can't be yeah. like a clown like this. You know, it's it's bad. Yeah, I know. 
you know, it's, you, you can't. I mean, a first down is like climbing up Mount Everest for these guys. It's unbelievable. You wonder. You have to wonder. You know, just for argument's sake, if you if you if Ryan Fitzpatrick was your backup this year, uh, what's the Dolphins' yeah. record? Who probably I mean, lost? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I they're. So yeah, and that that's another area, you know, um, obviously of concern, and, and you know this will have to play itself out. And uh, you know I like a, a tremendous amount of the things that we're seeing, but you know just just cautiously optimistic on some of these things here. And like I said, you're not going to get a better barometer than than next week because the 49ers, you could make an argument, you know, are one of the top two teams to beat. Uh, in the NFC, and obviously the past history there, but the, the way that they play football, um, you know, is 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 going to be a good test for us. Hundred percent. You know, their offense is that... the scariest. Their defenses, their defense is what scares me. You know. Yeah, they got the best defense in football. Yeah. They got the best defense in football, but Garoppolo's been playing at a very good level too. And McCafferty, you know, you 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 love. So it's not like they don't have weapons on offense, you know. And well, of they course they have, have you know people, one of the best tight ends. Yeah, and, and one of the best tight ends in Kittle. Yeah. Don't forget about Kittle. And you know how we, how good are we against tight ends? <laughs> you know. Which is why I'm so surprised you dismissed that offense as quickly as you did. I mean, those no, four I'm guys alone. It hasn't been scoring points though. If you look at their, they haven't been scoring a lot of points. Why? I have no idea. You know, it's not like I studied the San Francisco Forty ers but even yesterday, it wasn't like you know they didn't blow out anyone. Their defense played great, but the offense really didn't score. Yeah, I mean they haven't been putting up you know forty five points for sure. No, but would you think it, they would be more dynamic than that? That's my point. You know, because they have so many game breakers on the team, but they don't seem to be getting the ball across the goal line. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's, you know, it's the kind of thing that, um, you know, they seem to know how to win when they need to. Yeah. Um, and, you know, we'll, we'll see. I mean, I haven't been following them enough week by week to see. I know I know they didn't put up a lot of points this week, but they, didn't they shut out the, the Saints? Did they shut them out? They shut out. It was 13-0, I think. Yeah. So, yeah, either way, um you know, uh, remember, this remember is, I told you at the beginning of the year, the one guy in ESPN picked the Saints to win the Super Bowl. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he did tell me that. <laughs> I don't How's remember that who going? it is, but he shouldn't have a job still. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah that, that didn't age well. No. <laughs> but it did, did, the Saints did win last week, though, right? Wasn't that the week? And, we, and, what, and, uh, and who was it? Was it uh, Dalton? Am I thinking yeah, of the playing. Winston's been hurt, so yeah, Dalton's been playing. Yeah. yeah, yeah, and he had a big win, right? It was game ball. We remember seeing him. So I think they. Yeah. I don't know what their record is. I think they have yeah. four wins or something like that. Four, four wins? Is that what it is? Yeah, yeah, it's not good. Like, yeah. I think that coach says to me. <laughs> I don't know. It's a, yeah. It's a, it seems, what's wrong with James Winston? Is he out for the year? Yeah, I think he I think he got hurt like uh, yeah, I'm not exactly sure what the injury was like, you know, uh, but uh yeah, it's uh <laughs> it is a little strange that like it kind of seems like he was doing well and then uh you know, he got hurt. I remember him getting hurt, but it seems like it's uh 
big, you know, like I guess, but I don't know if he's out for the year, like officially, because I seen a clip where he said he kind of was like disgruntled about it. So I don't know, you know, how that exactly went down. Um, but I know that we did see Dalton in there, and I guess that's where how, how they're yeah, the going. Niners, the Niners are seven and four. They, they've won four straight. So they started yeah. off real slow, but they've been really hot now, you know. Really hot. Uh, yeah. The hottest team in football, almost. They, they've been playing oh, yeah. really, really yeah. well. So, yeah. And the, be the Saints are 4-8. Right. Really, the Saints are 4-8. and eight. There you go. Tied with the Panthers right. for last place. <laughs> <laughs> Fair enough. Quick break. Right back after this. When the autumn mist is drawing near and you hear the whistle sound and the crowd cheer, you'll know it's that special time once again for head-to-head combat and first and ten. So follow those that are in the know and listen to Pat and Rich and the Legends Show. All episodes of the Pat Catello Show available now on iTunes. Hi, this is Larry Zonka, and you're listening to the Pat Catella Show. You're listening to the Miami Dolphins Legend Show with Pat Catello, sponsored by Don Nottingham Associates Insurance. Don Nottingham formed Don Nottingham Associates Insurance in 1975 while playing for the Miami Dolphins. He recognized the need to prepare for life after football. For all your insurance needs, call 352-307-6736 or visit online at donnottinghamins.com. Now, back to the Miami Dolphins Legend Show with your host, Pat Cotello.
Okay, welcome back. Miami Dolphins Legend Show. Got Pat Catello, Rich Van Zandt coming at you. We'll bring you up to the Monday Night Football game tonight, which is the Steelers at the Colts. Um, and then uh, you can, uh, I guess, check out how the uh, uh, playoff picture um, kind of brings itself together. I think this is the Colts' last stand. And we'll see, uh, you know, Jeff Saturday has been obviously – you know, doing pretty better than expected. Uh, they lost last week, so this is a must-win for them. So I'm actually kind of curious to see how that transpires. So we'll see. And you can send us any questions or comments, PatCatelloShowYahoo.com, and just jump right over to iTunes and, and get us subscribed. Come right on your phone automatically each week. So, um, you know, Rich, I don't mean to, like, be down, you know, because I, it's just that uh, so many people, you know, have – the Miami Dolphins, you know, uh, packing their bags, you know, for for glorious pastures. But I just think that, you know, there's a lot of teams that are playing very well. Um, and, uh, you know, and there's a lot of teams that are faltering as well. But I think we both kind of see weaknesses that scare us. We see a lot of weaknesses, especially in the defensive area right now. But, you know, if this offensive line doesn't, you know, get better, we're in a lot of trouble. We We didn't come in, you know, with two starters out next week, then in the next three games are going to be rough. That's what bothers yeah. me the most, you know. You know, well, you you know, it's not a good part of most the year of the to year. have guys out. Yeah, you played most right. of the I mean, year without I'm Austin right Jackson, so. Yeah, but I'm saying our, our offensive line started just playing well, and then we kind of yeah, get the guys hurt. Yeah, you it's, know? it's gelling, and Austin Jackson obviously wasn't part of that gelling, and now. No. Um, you know, like you said, now we're going to miss some of this. So, yeah, that's a concern. Um, and, uh, you know, I think that uh, as far as, you know, the running game is concerned, that's a little bit of concerning too. I, I got what you're saying as far as the field. Um, I want to know can they run when they have to run, and I don't know the answer to that question. We'll find yeah, that either. out. Well, I certainly so don't those... think they can run up the middle when they have to run. You know, I think, you know – when you need a yard or two, maybe you should run between the guard and tackle, maybe not right. just between the center right. and the tackle. Just saying. Yeah. I, it just doesn't seem like we do well in that. And and can we lose the shotgun handoff? You know? Yeah, I'm not, I'm not in love with that either. I, not yeah, in love I, with I that either. That, but, no. You know, Edwards got hurt, banged up a little bit last night, yesterday too. Yeah. Um, I, I haven't heard any. Uh, yeah, I know yeah. what you mean. I haven't heard anything uh, on on his injury. I think he did come back from that because then then they go, um, yeah, then they back come back and put. Yeah, and then Gatsby but but most most are most are hurt too, so most are is a yeah, big Mostert part of that. Yeah. And then uh, and then you know and then and then Gaskin came in because uh, I guess Ackman is is hurt too. They said Gaskin was going to be the the replacement for you know. Uh, or most of, yeah, but that, you know, in the beginning that, of the day. But I didn't hear that Ackman was hurt. I, I heard he was. Like, I did hear. I did hear that he was hurt, yeah. though. I heard that he was. He was yeah, something too. was up with him. Well, I don't know exactly what it was. Uh, Domino so or something. Four but, running backs to one. <laughs> yeah, it seemed like that was the case there, and you know that's another area to watch. Obviously, Mostert, you know, you would think would be really pumped up to play San Francisco. So, um, you know. So would Wilson. He's a, they're both from there, right? Yeah, 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 both yeah, there. yeah. Wilson too. Yeah. yeah, yeah, for sure. So yeah, 
you know, these are all areas that um, it's going to be re- it's going to be a real interesting game Sunday. I'll tell you what, it, yeah. it really is. I mean, um, you know, if you can't get up for big this barometer. one, I mean, you know, yeah, big it's, barometer. It's, yeah, big barometer. I mean, you go up there and knock them off their four game winning streak in their building. That's huge. You know. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Um, and then your buddy Jake Paul making news as uh, he he's uh, down there and he, and he offered uh, Tyreek Hill ten thousand dollars, I believe, if he went over two hundred yards. And, uh, and Tyreek Hill was really excited about it, but uh, he didn't even break a hundred. <laughs> he went on eighty-five <laughs> yards on the day. So I don't know if you've seen that, but uh, that no, was no, the I big pregame talking. Yeah, ten thousand he offered him uh, if he goes over, which which would lead me to believe Jake Paul had a pretty big bet of some sort of of Tyree Kill going over two hundred yards, right? (laughs) (laughs) That's what I took out of that. Who gets two hundred yards in the game anyway? It's crazy, right? Yeah, no, it is. It is. I can imagine the odds you get on that. Yeah, if you could. Yeah, <laughs> and I guess you, and I guess he figured they seem to take everything nowadays. You know? Yeah, and I, I guess he figured a ten thousand dollar incentive might have uh, pushed <laughs> it over the top, but it, it, it seemed to have more of a delirious effect on that. As, uh, <laughs> you should have put the other. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I don't know if you can do that, but yeah, for sure. I'm sure you can. Right. <laughs> yeah, probably. Um, looking around, you know, there's a couple things that I've noticed too. Uh, as I, you know, we watched the full slate of football yesterday. Um, I didn't realize Jalen Hurts was going to be this good. I, I really didn't. I, I really didn't. I mean, I remember when you know when this all came about, and I had no idea this this guy was going to be as good as he is. And he's just been fantastic, and and you know, such a weapon from every area. Um, so, uh, you know, that, that took me off guard for sure. And then we talked about Green Bay, uh, and, you know, and Aaron Rodgers now gets hurt, right? Last night, uh, and now he hurts ribs and, and, and Jordan Love comes in. I heard heard he's got a broken thumb and now the ribs are hurt. Well, he's been playing with a broken thumb. That's come out. He's been playing on his throwing hand, no less, uh, with that. And now the ribs took him out of the game, and and Jordan Love comes in and looks fantastic, and that kind of shocked me too. So I, I'm very curious to see what's going to happen out there because Aaron Rodgers looks like he is just going through the motions, and that is a, uh, that that's an optimistic take, if you know what I mean. Yeah, I don't I don't know what they do though. They shut him down for the rest of the year, you know. And Stafford too, the Rams, same thing, you know. He's but, been playing horrible too. And they shut him yeah. down yesterday. He was out of the game yesterday. You know, so they're talking about shutting them both down, you know. Yeah. So that that's going to be very interesting to see how that progresses out there. Because um, yeah. that, <laughs> that's been a weird situation for three years now. And, uh, you know, you would think once that contract was signed, um, you know, I don't care whether you lost Devontae Adams or not. I mean, you know, you, you, you give a guy, you lock a guy up with that contract. You know, that is what it is, he right? Didn't to, he didn't do any off-season stuff. God only knows what he did to work out. You know, he looks like a lost puppy, you know? And he doesn't look like he cares. I mean, that's really what it is. Wait, but, but let me just say, for, let me just say, though, Rich, I, you know, he he was worse than that the year before that. 
He was in Hawaii yeah. with his movie star yeah. girlfriend and Miles Teller till the eleventh hour, and flew yeah. in with a beard and a bo- on a uh, uh, man bun, yeah. and played MVP like. I mean, he had one of the best years he's ever had. After that, so I don't yeah, know how much you can, can, can attribute that, right? I mean, yeah, I don't know. Age too, maybe. He, Who knows? Age? What? Eleven? Uh, eight months more? Maybe it comes quick. I don't know, dude. He doesn't look like the same guy. No, he don't, and he doesn't look like he wants to be there. And that, I think, That's is the most question. important part of I think, it. I think his head's not in it, you know. And, you know, I understand he lost top receiver. I just, you know, I mean, when you lock him up to some kind of a contract like that, doesn't that have to override it when you sign on that dotted line? I mean, you know. Unless he's just in it for one reason. Well, I guess. Strange. Very strange situation. You need to get the Jeopardy job you wanted, remember? Yeah, the whole thing is strange. It really is. I mean, he's obviously he he goes by a different beat. We know that he just, but well, you know, no the whole yeah. the whole thing is just extremely strange to me of how it all you know went down. And so now, uh, you know, uh, it's just a weird week. I mean, the Dolphins are kind of staying where they're at in in the AFC. Um, you know, Kansas City. Uh, you know, another big win keeps them on top. Tested more than you would have thought, though. Uh, in that game, but they're ultimately able to to ice it with that field goal at the end, and then you know put that away. Um, not Mahomes' best game, that's for sure, but uh, but a win nonetheless. So they stay where they need to be, um, and you know it kind of keeps uh, this whole uh, AFC picture um, bunched up. I think the Bengals are looking a lot better, uh, and and that's going to be interesting, right, to see. See where that kind of plays yeah. itself out. Um, did you? Uh, did they, the end of that game yesterday, uh, we missed this. It was the strangest thing ever. They kicked a field goal basically to ice the game at the end, right? The Bengals are you talking about? 20, yeah, the Bengals. They and it goes up twenty-three sixteen. It's like you know, there's like two minutes left. And I look at the final score and I see it's twenty to sixteen. I'm like, what the hell is this? The defensive tackle. On the made field goal, uh, got a uh, roughing a roughing the center. He roughed the center like you're not allowed to touch the center on a field goal attempt, and he roughed the center. So they took the points off the board, and were able to take a knee because they got a first down. Right, right, yeah, yeah. You're not allowed to hit him. <laughs> well, you're not allowed to hit him. But did you ever see a team take points off the board and take a knee? I I've never seen that yeah. one before. That's that's very strange, yeah, yeah. And and what we've seen this year in that Jet game now, I think you're going to see that a lot more, because I've already seen teams offensively playing different now towards the end of the game, and I think after that Jet game in Cleveland, I think everything is going to change now with that. So I would've been and shocked about it, and now I'm actually not surprised. Everybody seems to be able to get in the field goal range with like 18 seconds on the clock, you know, and they start that's at 25. Sh- and it seems like they can always get in the field goal range in one play. It's crazy. Yeah, that's changed a lot, too. You're right. It seems like they can, yeah. uh, at a whim, kind of jump in there. Um, so, yeah. And, and of note, Tennessee lost and the Ravens lost, too. So they both go, you yeah. know, 7-4, um, you know. And, uh, 
you know, Buffalo is still at eight and three. Uh, you know, with uh, with New England and Buffalo still on our schedule, uh, and both road games as such. Um, you know, that's that's going to be interesting to see there too, how that kind of plays itself out. Yeah, just you know, <laughs> they play each other a lot of times too. Those those three also. Yeah, well, I think that uh, the, they, they, they kind of bunched up all our AFC East games like late this year for some reason. Well, now the Jets are done with New England. I know that. That's done. And as far as uh, I, I would assume, they play Buffalo one more time, right? One more time. Yep. And we play all three of them. Yeah, and and uh, with Green Bay, I think so we're in the middle of that. The Jets. Yeah, Green Bay's yeah. Christmas Day. Yeah, that's that's a tough end to a schedule. That, that is playing those three games uh, like that. Uh, yeah, you know, especially road, this year. Yeah, yeah I think, it's, I think it's Buffalo, Green Bay at home, and then the last game of the year is the, the right is the Jets, right? Yeah, at Buffalo, uh, and then Green Bay yeah, at home, at then Buffalo. at New England, and then Jets is at home. So back and forth, back and forth. Yeah. 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 And. Um, you know, there was a very controversial play in that in that New England game. You know, again, uh, you know, the, everybody with the karma because it, it actually worked with New England against, I think it was Pittsburgh. And that was a ridiculous call. And now, you know, now they take the touchdown off the board. So New England winds up losing on, uh, you know, on, on Thanksgiving. Uh, and you know, look, so, as much uh, as I was happy about that call, I think it's ridiculous. You know, that that should have been a touchdown. That that's just that's silly. You know, yeah, I think I've seen too many of these, you know, uh, it just seems like, you know, they've created such a problem I mean, the guy with was this. standing up, and he puts the ball over, he reaches out, and crosses the plane. So right there, it should be a touchdown, and that's it. Who cares if he gets hit after that? And the, it's not like the ball popped out. He had control over it the whole time. His hands underneath it. It moved a little bit. Well, you know, it's shaped like a football. It's not round. It's going to move. You know, your hand in the ball are different shapes. More likely it's going to move a little bit if your hand hits the ground when somebody's tackling you. I mean, that has nothing to do with being a catch or not. The catch was made seconds before that, you know? Yeah, I, I thought he had, you know, I, I, I thought he had idiot. possession as well. I think it's very strange. You know, and any time you throw something down to a micro center, it's always going to look like it's moving a little bit. Which you brings know? up a lot of the point of why, like, Aikman doesn't like uh, – I guess instant replay, you know, I mean, it does, it has really caused from that, I think, a lot of the problems when you're, because when you're well, replaying the, the it. Problem, the problem we did an instant replay is because the refs are so incompetent, like with the Testaverde helmet touchdown, and, you know, and the other, you know, and, and the other moronic plays they made, they brought it on to themselves. And if they were, if they were semi-confident, you could deal with it, but. You know, how many balls that would be bouncing into somebody off the turf would they call a catch if we didn't have this, you know? I understand, like, you know, the other extreme is, like, overturning something like that, but they miss so many things that are, like, everybody sees. It's like, you can't have it. You need it for that. For that That's old, fair that enough. Reason. That's a fair enough point, but when you do then implement this, you're looking at it in HD, 4K, super slow-mo, seeing every uh, micro thing on a ball, every movement, and, and it's causing yeah. havoc with the catch rules, well, they, too. Well, they should change you know? the rule about that stupid bobble and everything. If it doesn't, if, if a catch is a catch, who cares if the bobbles? 
And, and the completing the thing is ridiculous, too. You know? If you, you got both feet in bounds, and you got the ball in position, the guy blasts you, and then when you hit the ground five feet out of bounds, who cares if you have the ball anymore? You know? Did you yeah. have both feet in? Did you have control of it when you were in there? Good. That's, that's a catch or a touchdown. I hate the, the movement thing and the bobbling thing. It's just, to me, is retarded. I can't stand it. Fair point. Be right back. Hi, this is former Miami Dolphin Jim Crash Jensen, and you're listening to the Pat Catella Legend Show. You're listening to the Miami Dolphins Legend Show with Pat Catello, sponsored by Don Nottingham Associates Insurance. Don Nottingham formed Don Nottingham Associates Insurance in 1975 while playing for the Miami Dolphins. He recognized the need to prepare for life after football. For all your insurance needs, call 352-307-6736 or visit online at donnottinghamins.com. Now, back to the Miami Dolphins Legend Show with your host, Pat Cotello. Welcome back to the Miami Dolphins Legend Show. Your host, Pat Catello, and I'm joined alongside Rich Van Zandt as we bring you uh, up to the Monday night football game, uh, which is the Steelers at the Colts, which we discussed. And uh, just a reminder, you can catch all our episodes. Just go right to the iTunes store, and you can subscribe to us and get them delivered right on your phone. Rich, there was a play last night. I don't know if you caught this in that Eagles game, but uh, Kelsey, uh, there was a manhandled snap on, like, a uh, uh, short fourth and short, fourth and one, and uh, it, the exchange didn't happen, and Kelsey actually kept the ball, like, up, like, through his legs, holding it as he got completely crushed, and he's holding it there, hoping that one of uh, one of his players would see it and pick it up, and certainly they did. They didn't get the first down. Um, it was a little short because he picked it up and ran, but saved, uh, you know, a, a, a Big turnover there um, that could have, you know, went the other way. I just, I've never seen that happen before, and I just thought that was an unbelievable play. I didn't get to see that. No, I didn't see that at all. He's good. You're going to see two Kelsey Hall of Famers. Two two of them. They're both in the Hall of Fame. Oh, yeah. Which is rare, right? I don't know. 
I would I would assume that Eli and Peyton will beat them before it happens, but I don't think there's any other brothers that are in there, right? No, there never has been. Yeah, so I think That's Eli is going to beat the Blackwoods are a little short. They're just a little short. <laughs> yeah, don't, don't get on the Blackwoods now. I'm so really like going to have it out. Kidding. So I love the Blackwoods. I do yeah, but too. seriously, get, get 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 to my point though. Like I think that they're you know they're probably going to be the second brothers in the Hall of Fame. Yeah, you're probably right. The Matthews brothers were probably uh, now Bruce. Are they brothers, Bruce and Clay? Yes, they are. Yeah, they are right. That that's probably one but, of the yeah, closer. But, but but Clay Clay's not getting it. I don't think I mean, Bruce is. No, he's not. Like but Clay's that's probably one of the closer ones. Yeah, you know, that's, that's probably one of the closer really ones because Clay Clay, yeah. you know, he had an unbelievable career. I mean, he's not that short of it. You know, he's not getting in. I agree with you, but you know, he had a good career. That's probably the closest there. And then, ironically, you know, um, you know, his son has uh, a really, you know, tremendous career. So. But yeah, I, I don't know. I don't well, know if I'm missing know, any other. The watch, maybe. Yeah, I mean, uh, you know, one of one of them is a, a lock first ballot. We know that. So I guess it comes TJ, down to yeah. TJ. I and don't the assume the you're talking about the third. I don't assume you're talking about the third brother. No, I'm not talking about Derek. <laughs> no, no, not Derek. Not the special teams, Derek. Just, just Although he seems to be the healthiest. Yeah. Yeah. He's very well rested. <laughs> <laughs> you got both bosses too. And that that would really piss you off. <laughs> I would, I would <laughs> <try> <laughs> <being crazy>. <laughs> <laughs> and you'd get to see the old man induct him. Maybe you get to see Eric Kumaro yeah. make an appearance. <laughs> oh God. <laughs> There's a third pose I think we got to look forward to. Too. Yeah, there is. Yeah, there is. I don't think we're done yet. He's yeah. coming out so yeah, very soon. Yeah, very soon you'll be seeing him. Unbelievable. So, yeah, we'll get yeah. him. He'll be like that. He'll be Joe. Joe. He'll, be, he'll be the old man junior, right? We'll get the stickeroo again. You know, it's yeah, big you know it's so it's so funny uh, uh I, I looking at this right bring i can't have this conversation without having Brian Soche and Eric Kumar and but just dance through my head it's just it's it's been better there yeah Rick Graff Rick Graff exactly yeah. exactly somewhere in Oklahoma they're grabbing their head Rick Graff's grabbing his head right now <laughs> Wasn't it like Rick Rick Graff's grandfather like Capone's driver or something like that? Then they always talk about that. Yeah, oh, I didn't know that. Capone's driver, yeah, in Chicago. I think so. Yeah, (laughs) I think that was his claim to fame. (laughs) Oh man. You That's can't funny. make it up. <laughs> no, no, you really yeah, that can't. That was some parts. That was some drafts we had with these guys. Yeah, boy, I'll tell you, yeah, those those late eighties really defined it. That really defined the late eighties, and uh, yeah, you know, testament testament to Shula being able to turn it back around in nineteen ninety and get real good again, because those were some rough years. From '87, '88, '89, rough I remember years. When we drafted, remember when we drafted Kubero? 
big show yeah. picture of Ted Hendricks. This is the next Ted Hendricks. Yeah, yeah. yeah Kuiper was he big on him. George, he wasn't the next George Hendricks. <laughs> Never mind Ted Hendricks. <laughs> George Hendricks. <laughs> Kuiper was big on him. I know. Yeah, they, they were showing clips of Ted Hendricks. Uh, Who was from Ohio State? Who was from Ohio State? Was that Kumaro? I think it's Kumaro, yes. Kumaro? No, was Bosa there? Where did Bosa come from? Bosa wasn't. uh, Bosa was from. uh, Where was Bosa from? Was he from. uh, Yeah, and I don't think he was from there. I wanted to say Syracuse, but I'm trying to think. Um, Ah. I think that uh, we got a bus from Syracuse. Oklahoma too. I don't remember who that was. Who's who's the Oklahoma bus? There was other defensive guy. Yeah, right? well, well, maybe maybe Boston College. Is that yeah, possible? Yeah, that sounds very. Yeah, that sounds yeah. very very possible. Yeah, I think there. And yeah, you, I thought Kumaro was the one. Those Kumaro's from Ohio State. Possible. Yeah. That, because I remember, I, I remember from Boston yeah. College, and because I, I remember, I remember um, Mel Kiper just bragging about Boston College. Yeah, yeah, right. Yeah, I think right. Kumaro was from Ohio State only because I just remember him just like you know raving like we got you know the Woody Hayes recommendation for a lifetime you know it was insane and uh yeah and obviously that didn't turn out to to go and uh, you know and then Rick Graff like you said <laughs> wow <laughs> only we could appreciate it right <laughs> and, yeah and throw it to Ohio State yeah and then Rich throw in a strike with, uh, with Kyle Mackey and losing three games, you know, throw that into the mix too. That was fun. How long do you think Kubera was in the league? Well, uh, he got hurt a lot, so I would probably. So was he '88 drafted '88? Yes. All right, so I would say '88, '89. Uh, I in the league or with the Dolphins? With the league. Okay, so he went somewhere else. I would assume after that, because I don't remember, I don't remember him uh, on he the. Never the, played the, the other team. He, you know, he basically played two years with the Dolphins, and yeah, because I don't remember him on the Silver play. season. He wasn't on that yeah. 1990 team. I know that. So I'm given two years with the Dolphins, and then I don't know where else he went after that. Oh, Kumara was the one that was with. Uh, his grandfather was with Bob. <laughs> Kumro was the one? Yeah, yeah. Tony Arcardo. <laughs> How do you know this? It's insane. I'm reading uh, it right now. <laughs> yeah, I thought it was Rick Crap, but it's Kumro that was, uh, he was, yeah, it's, it's like grandfather's like a driver for a boat or something like that. It was something insane, because he's a Chicago guy, originally. Right. Actually, maybe he, he I did play on that 90 team. Maybe, you, you know, I think yeah, he, he was there 88, 88 to 90, and then he was, yeah, he was there. Yeah, he was there. Okay, so yeah. three years, yeah. Yep. Yeah, I do remember him. Yeah, strange career, those guys. It really three was, years. you know. Three years we're still talking about him. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, a lot of this, you know, this is just another, like, a, a 
pinpoint accuracy of how these guys how bad those guys were. Yeah. Not 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 just that, but how how a lot of times guys like that wind up having kids that are superstars. I mean, Archie yeah. Manning, right? Maybe circumstances hurt him. I understand that. He played for some really crappy teams. You know, he was really talented. But, you know, a lot of times these guys, you know, they wind up having superstars. And, you know, obviously the Boses, right? And, uh, you know, uh, I, I mean, Clay Matthews was a really good football player, so I'm not even you saying see that. Was, but... You see his kids, like, lighting it up in college right now? Marvin Harrison Jr., receiver. Yeah, Harrison Jr.'s good. Jason Taylor's kids yeah. probably uh, – you know, he's really shining, too. You're going to see him very yeah. soon. He might be yep. a dolphin. You're going to see him very soon. Yep. Yeah. But but that's not really what I'm talking about, though, because those guys are superstars. They're whole things. They're superstars. Yeah, I know. You, you know what I mean? But, but see, a lot of times you see you're seeing a lot more players' kids than ever before, too, it seems like. Yeah, you are. It seems like there was like a period where they weren't, like, they weren't pushing their kids to play football anymore. You know, teams are changing now. Yeah, now it seems like there's a tremendous amount of uh, yeah. of kids, uh, you know, that are, are obviously already playing and, and well on their way. So, doing that. Um, so, yeah, we'll see. Um, you know, I think that uh, if you look at the Miami Dolphins right now um, and all the areas that we covered, it's just a matter of playing, you know, a lot more, getting some more consistency. And I understand they've won games, but I'm talking about the actual play that's going on on the field, you know, to continue that going. I don't want them to be one-dimensional. I'm a little concerned with that, you know, a lot concerned with that, actually, because we both know one-dimensional gets shut down quickly. In big games, oh, you know, hundred percent. And and, well, and there's a big crazy about the running game yesterday because I really think that the field had a lot to do with that because it wasn't yeah. like they, the other team couldn't run on us either. You know, I think that had a lot to do with it. Yeah, you bring up a the good point there. I didn't really think about that. Yeah, that's an excellent yeah. point. And uh, you know, we'll we'll see how that kind of plays itself out. Um, but yeah, that's an excellent point you bring up. As far as the uh, you know the running game is concerned, and maybe that was a big reason why they did struggle as much as they did, you know. Um, but <laughs> you, know, you, know, it, you know, it's really funny too. Like they act like they're resodding the field for us. You know why they're resodding it? Because the orange yeah, balls yeah, can't be there. Yeah. <laughs> that yeah. Yeah. You know, without that ball game, they're putting a handful of seed down there and hoping for the best. You know? <laughs> yeah, it's true. It's very true. <laughs> if without those other events, <laughs> you'd see divots the size of manholes. There's no doubt yeah, about yeah. it. They'd be taking patches out and putting those patches yeah. in there in a different color. You know? yeah. You're right. You're absolutely right about it. So who's being naive now, Kay? Exactly. <laughs> yeah, no doubt. No doubt about it. All right, so we got the biggest barometer of the season happening next Sunday. And, uh, you know, I, I'm excited to see how it turns out. We'll know a lot more about this. And, of course, uh, what better place than uh, right here, Monday night, to report it, my friend. You got it, buddy. All right, pal. We'll see you next week, everybody, in my Dolphins Legend Show. Took a look down a westbound road, right away I made my choice. 
headed out to my big two-wheeler. I was tired of my own boy. Took a beat on the northern plains and just rolled that power on. Thank you. 